everyone. Uh, this is me in the garden creating another podcast. This is an interesting situation to be in because I am um, doing this on my own for the first time. Jane is actually upstairs resting. She's got a little cough, so she's taken to her bed to just rest, although she's feeling fine. And I'm sitting in the sun of a beautiful day here in the garden in South London and having a conversation with myself. So this may be interesting as there may be some more pauses in this podcast as I as I wait to hear my internal responses to the things that I say. The first thing that's coming up for me in this moment is the space that I've brought you into in my garden, um, the sounds around me. There's that bird song, which you can probably hear between my words. There's lots of bird song actually. It's rather, rather amazing. There's a dog barking somewhere <laughs> over to the left. And then occasionally there's the sound of Portuguese, I think it is, from a garden that backs onto our garden where it sounds like they are building a patio, banging in some paving stones, something like that. And I find, even as I describe those sounds around me, that it is transporting me. Um, the bird song is well, in this moment, transporting me to different spaces where I have been surrounded by birdsong and been sitting in the sun. Lovely places that I've travelled to in my life. I was taken to Italy there for a moment, a holiday that we had as a big extended family with all the generations about three years ago. Um... But I've been to many lovely places in my life. I feel really fortunate that I've travelled the amount I have. And so you really become hyper aware of that when you, your garden is your only ability to get outside and um, feel the air, feel the sun, see and touch anything natural. So I'm really really valuing uh, those memories now. I, I noticed that. Really valuing my ability to transport myself to those other places. I've got so many images coming up. I have India coming up for me too, where I had a very powerful um, month and a half, um, 20 odd years ago. Uh, more than 20 years ago now. Um, oh, I was just taken to Crete then on a, the only solo holiday I've ever taken. Um, so I'm just noticing, I'm noticing 
and really grateful to those birds for giving me an opportunity to transport myself. Of course, you know, that's what stories do so well. <clears throat> they they take us somewhere else. They transport us into another moment in time and space. It's making me think, really, that I should do something that I always am telling myself that I'll do, which is just have a little bit of time, maybe every day now, where I choose to time travel, to choose a place to go to, um, a time to go there, um, a moment to to re-explore, to revisit, to internally even just tell the story of that moment for myself um, and maybe maybe even tell it to, to somebody else maybe tell it into um, my recording device so gratitude and gratitude is something that um, is something I've been thinking about a lot um, and hearing people mention a lot um, gratitude as being the antidote or the opposite to fear and fear being such um such a ready emotion at the moment um, it's there in so many forms probably in so many different degrees in different moments of the day um and I'm not going to go any further with that because, because we all have our own journeys with that. But holding on to gratitude, holding on to this beautiful, warm day that we have today, Monday the 23rd of March, and being able to breathe the fresh air comparatively fresh air of London and hear these natural sounds um, makes gratitude as present for me more present in this moment than fear the other thing that was interesting as I was just giving myself the chance to um, listen to the sounds around me that I was bringing you into the dog barking the dog stopped barking now but I found myself transporting into an imagined moment there I don't know that dog I don't know which house it's coming from it's at least five or six houses away I would say and just wondering what who that dog was <laughs> what that dog looked like you get a sense from the sound of a dog of the size of the dog but trying to kind of read the dog's emotion. Was it a, a bark of pleasure? I didn't feel like one. Was it a bark of demand? Was it um, a bark of resistance? Um, did it want to be fed? Did it want to be let out? Was it being teased or mistreated? I don't think it was that. And where was it and who was it directed at? Was it directed at anybody? Was it directed at the open air? I found myself creating a story 
And of course, that's what we do all the time. You know, when there's a there's a gap, um, we fill it. And the imagination is very ready to fill it. And so I was creating a whole story around that dog, even in the moment of identifying that sound to you. And then the sound of the guys working in the patio. I don't know what their patio looks like. I don't know who they are. And I'm only guessing from the sound of it that it was Portuguese. Who are they? Are they friends? Are they related? I'm not even going to think about whether they're social distancing or whether one of them has come from the outside world. I'm just going to let all that go and just imagine what that dynamic is between them. Um, how well do they know each other? Um, what love is there between them? And actually it's rather, it's rather lovely to hear somebody connecting to somebody else, hear a conversation. Because um, at the moment the only conversations that I am having are with the two people who are in the house with me and via these devices and on phones and via Skypes and Zooms and things like that. So that sense of personal connection, um, it's just such a powerful thing. It's, and we, we're kind of waking up to that in a new way. It's not that we didn't know that either. Um, either just unconsciously or or consciously knew that that, that was a, a powerful thing in our lives, but now it's taken on a new form. Um, that human connection is interesting because I was having a conversation this morning on a little Zoom that we were doing um, as narrative, and that idea of uh, how other people reflect back to us who we are, our connection with other people, uh, allows us to understand who we are in the world. Um, other people's understanding of us is reflected back at us, and that is where we get our sense of self from, to a large extent. And even, as I was kind of commenting this morning, even with strangers, when you meet a stranger, they, their response tells you something about who you are in the world because they will respond to what they see in front of them, how you dress, your manner, your energy, and so, to a large extent, their response reflects something back to you of how you are in the world. So what am I, what am I circling around here? I guess just this idea of our connection with other people um, and how we are finding our new, our new way to negotiate that and 
um, to live with the with the loss of uh, the in the moment physical connection we have with people. It's interesting because our stories are also how we get a sense of ourselves. Um, by noticing what our stories are. It's like the subconscious and the memory um, have a kind of organising power and the things we remember are often, mostly, perhaps, I'm now pondering this as I say something categorical, but mostly... um, things of importance to us so I think even those things that feel inconsequential the fact we've remembered them probably means that there is some emotional connection that's of importance to us in there even if it seems so slight um, as a recollection so inconsequential potentially Um, but the subconscious the subconscious throws up stuff that's important to us the memory holds on to things that are important to us so that sense of our stories being a way to understand who we are taking myself back to that idea that I might sit every day and transport myself somewhere those memories that I choose to transport myself to are going to kind of tell me something about myself why those places were important to me how those memories figure in the grand scheme of my of my life story what part do they play? And how do they feed into that sense of self, that sense of who I am? So, yeah, so that's what I'm pondering today as I, as I sit in the garden. Um, and maybe that's enough for a one-sided conversation. leaving you with that idea of the the mindfulness of noticing our senses the information our senses um, are being given in any moment in time I feel um, I feel a need to stay present because it's the most powerful place to exist in. Um, I mean, especially in these times when it's very hard to project even into tomorrow. So I'm really relishing um, anything that makes me present and have gratitude for anything that can allow me to feel my feet on the ground 
feel my weight sinking into the earth and smell taste touch hear and see the things that are around me and as the Portuguese conversation starts up over there again uh, just to notice how that being in touch with the senses can can both allow me to be really present here but give me a portal if you like into my stories um, the amazing experiences that I've been lucky enough to have in my life and even if we haven't been transported out of our own square mile geographically in our lives it's really possible to do this time travel whoever you are and take yourself back into chosen moments of wonder and joy and happiness thank you